Praise the Lord for this opportunity that we've been given again. And praise the Lord that we can analyze and study about the will of God. This is the fourth meeting that I'm sharing about the will of God with you. Today and next Sunday I will continue with the same theme. In order that you remember what we've been saying yes, up now, I will brief you, briefly give you the titles. In the first meeting we analyzed the constant will of God and the changeable will of God and what is the difference. And what should be our stance against the will of God? In the second meeting, we analyzed why should we obey the will of God. And in the third meeting, we studied what are the qualities of the will of God. And what are the conditions in order to understand the will of God for our lives? We considered one of the conditions. It's in Romans chapter 12 verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy... To offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. But in the second verse, it analyzes two further conditions which we are going to study today. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Those people who do not conform to the principles of this world are able to know the will of God. People who should not follow the traditions, the ways, the examples that the world is setting. Because we've learned from the word of God that the love of this world is in enmity with Lord. And even though believers live in this world, we are not a part of this world. And uh, the be-all and end-all of our life and the purpose of our life is not this world. But it's like a bridge that we're passing over it. And there are so many of them in London. But have you ever seen on any bridge that somebody has built a house? Actually, there is one, Mehatka. Because a bridge is for passing over, not remaining and living on it. And we're passing through this world. And we are not here permanently. But unfortunately, there are many believers, and we consider them worldly believers, because they have great attach attachment to this life. But because they have fear of the Lord, they have some attachment to the Lord. And they want both the Lord and the world. 
I asked somebody, are you a Christian? He says, in some points, yes. Uh, a Sunday school teacher was teaching uh, about the poor man and Lazarus. And at the end of the session, he asked, do you want to be like the poor Lazarus or do you want to be like the rich man? And one very smart kid answered, in this life, I want to be like Lazarus, <laughs> like the rich man, and in the other life, I want to be like Lazarus. But of course, that is not a possibility. We only have one choice. As, because our Lord has said that you cannot serve both. Lords. But what kind of a Christian is a worldly believer? I think a worldly believer is the one who is a slave to tradition, to principles, to values, to standards of this life. Of course, we are talking about the things that are harmful. A and he has so become like anybody else in this world that you cannot differentiate between him and the non-believers. I think he talks like them. Thinks like them. Behaves like them. His appearance is totally like a worldly person. Gossips like them. Fights and is aggressive like them. All his desires are worldly ones. And all his purposes are worldly purposes. And you cannot see any difference between him and a non-believer. Uh, I was somewhere and they asked me, do you know such and such a person? I said, he's a member of our church. Is he truly a member of your church? Of course, for a long time as well. Are all your members like him? Um, I got a bit suspicious and embarrassed. What do you mean? Uh, he gave his testimony witness and says, if you repent, you will go to heaven. And we told him that if you are going to be there, we don't want to go there. <laughs> We're suffering at your hands here and now. Do we want to be with you in the future as well? No, thank you. He was a very bad testimony for the others, and the others felt that we who consider ourselves non-believers are a lot better than him. What a bad testimony. A worldly believer is a person who takes his examples and his role models are worldly people, not from the Bible. A person like this has no um, purpose in satisfying the Lord, but he wants to give his satisfaction to everyone around himself. Uh, his mentality is such that if he goes somewhere when he's not known to close his eyes, close his ears and join the crowd. Yeah. Uh, 
Because we don't live closely with him, we live in close relationship with yep. the world. Even when he speaks, we cannot hear. And we have seen examples in the Bible, those who have been carried away with the world, they've gone right far away from the will of the Lord. For example, Job. Lot had the opportunity to choose, and he chose Sodom and Gomorrah. He was captivated by that. And then we see that he went far away from the will of the Lord. And what damage he suffered himself and his family. Uh, in another place, Paul says, Demos, because of the love of the world, has left me. In another place, Jesus gives the example that the worries and anxieties of this world, they are like thorns and they stifle us and we cannot uh, allow the word of God to grow in us. This is why it's told, been told to us, don't follow the example of the world. Don't be like that because the traditions, the principles, the values of the world will interfere with us getting close to the Lord. We have to empty ourselves of such things in order to be filled. 
And as long as we're filled with the mentality and values of the world, we cannot appreciate the will of God. We can be overcoming to the values of the world by the power of Holy Spirit in us. Uh, I remember during the reign of Shah in Iran, a lady came to the church and she was a very worldly person. <laughs> Her dresses were so short that when she knelt down or wanted to pray, it was very embarrassing. And she was really made up to the top. I think she was And she loved dancing, not the normal amount of dancing, but she wanted to be out dancing every single night. She also smoked. And when the meeting was over, she used to light up in a fanciful way and start smoking. But really she was a bit naive. And she repented. But she still had some of these things left in her. And a few of the believers really gave her a hard time. And somebody wiped her makeup or what do you call this? We have... And somebody else told him, ma'am, we've decided to have a collection. If you can't afford to wear your dresses long enough, we make new dresses for you. And so on and so forth. She became very anxious. Very angry approached Brother Edward. This was her question. Is it a sin to smoke? Show me, where does it say it's a sin? Dressing like this is a sin? Do I have to dress up like peasants in order to be considered? Show me, where does it say it's a sin to dress fashionably? Would you like me to come ugly and untidy or nicely made up like anyone else in the world? I soon realized that uh, there is no point in entering in a discussion with her. And I might even lose her. I don't want to discuss such things with you. Uh, because this is not our message that do this or don't do that, go here and don't go there. This is not what we're preaching in this church. I want to talk to you about fundamental things. What you want to tell me? Have you committed yourself to the Lord? Yes. If you're uh, believing brothers and sisters, yes, I have. Do you want to be filled by the Holy Spirit? Uh, what do you mean by being filled by the Holy Spirit? So I gave her information about it. And then we prayed together. And we had sessions like this a few times. And she drew very close to the Lord and became filled by the Spirit. And from that point on, everything became very normal in her life. The Holy Spirit itself revealed things to her. If you occupy yourselves with the things of the Spirit, you will forget about the things of the flesh. She very well realized what were the unnecessary things in her. And the Holy Spirit became her teacher. And that way she became released from worldly things. And she became a very useful member of our church and brought very good service. 
Այս աշխարհի գերությունների վրա հաղթություն ունենան։ So we see that we can be delivered from the sin and captivity of this world. Երորդ բանը որ ասում է Ռոմիացիների մեջ։ The third thing that we see in Romans. Երբ որ ասում է երկրորդ համարի մեջ որ միկ նմանվել է աշխարհի կերպարանքին, նրանից հետո այս խոսքն ասում։ When it says do not conform to the principles of this world, this is what it այն նորոգվեցեք նորոգվեցեք ձեր մտքի նորոգությամբ որ դուք քննեք թե ինչ աստու կամ կբարին հաճելի եւ կատարյալը but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god will is his good pleasing and perfect նորոգեցեք ձեր միտքը մտքի նորոգություն ունեցեք renew your minds եւ հետո կարող եք աստու կամ կհասկանալ then you will be able to grasp the will of god Սաշատ կարևոր է։ This is something very important. Հին մտածելակերպով չենք կարող աստծո նոր ծրագիրը մեր կյանքի մեջ հասկանանք։ With our old mentality we cannot appreciate God's new ways in our life. Մեր միտքը մատ կոմպյուտերի նման է։ Our mind is like a computer. Եթե նրան նոր ծրագիր տանք, կարող են նոր ծրագիր միջոցով մեզի առաջնորդի։ If we program it with new things he can take us forward in that direction. Երբոր մեր միտքը նորոգվի, մեր ամբողջ որոշումների վրա կազմի։ When our mind has been renewed it will have an effect on all our decisions. Ասում են պարսիկներն են ասում, բայց հայերեն էլ կարող ենք այդ թարգման ենք, ասում են մահի հասար մի գանդ, այսինքն ծուկը իր գլխից ն է որ հոտեցվում է կամ հոտվում է։ Եթե ծուկը հոտած հոտատալի, գլխից է հոտալիս։ Uh, if uh, a piece of fish is stinking it's because the head's rotten havatatsyale vor degatses ksum pchanale where does a christian go wrong yerpor ira mitke tsxale matatsum yev tsxale zanazanum and when the mind starts thinking wrong and starts differentiating wrongly tur kirkasume tsogomon asume tu ayn vor matatsume kent et pets aprum ek Uh, Solomon said what you think is what you are and live. Therefore how we think is very important. Our mentality can have a direct effect on every aspect of our lives. Some believers never renew their minds. Yesterday, today and tomorrow and forever they're exactly the same. I think hitun taray tari arachva matatela kerpe vor vorosh paneres sakhala terevs iran smatki mech ka yev yerpet chen uzum him paneris azatne. They still maintain the mentality of their 50 years previously and they don't want to be released from it. Ashkharki mech shat paner pokhvel ha yev pokhvum ha In the world many things have changed or are continuing to change. Մեր երեխաների մեջ շատ բաներ փոխվել է նոր սերունդի մեջ։ We see many changes in our children themselves. Հասարակության մեթոդները փոխվել է։ The way we bring them up and discipline them has changed. Ուսումի մեթոդները փոխվել է դպրոցներում։ Yes, academic education and Բժշկության ձևերը փոխվել է։ Medicine is continuously changing. Կարծ ասում եմ մեր ուսուցիչը ասում է դու 30 տարի հետո կիմանակ Ես բաներ որ ձեզի ասել եմ 50-60 տոկոսը գուցել հիմա չկա։ As Charles said in 10 or 15 years time 50% of what I have been teaching you will be obsolete. Որեմ դեպի առաջ են հերթում մարտիկ աշխարհային բաների մեջ եւ լավ բաների մեջ։ We can see that even in the world in good things people are moving always forward. Բայց հավատացյալները իրանց միտքը չեն թողնում սուրբոքին նորոքի եւ նոր մտկերտա իրան։ But unfortunately some believers don't allow the holy spirit to renew their minds and gives them new thoughts. I don't mean anything that will be new and contrary to the word of God. No new teaching that is contrary to the teachings of God. That's not what I'm saying. Some of the new things that the world is teaching and people are followers of it are totally wrong. People are looking for a new type of church. They're looking for a new fresh doctrine. They want a new wife or a new husband. They want to enjoy new sins. 
these are totally contrary to the word of God. So we mustn't lose sight of things that if there are true values and things, we must renew our mind and be like that. And allow the Holy Spirit to renew our minds. Otherwise, we will be what we were years ago, and there was no uh, good in it for us. A preacher was saying about the will of God, I met a Chinese person. He was walking with a stick. And he was on the edge of a roundabout. And according to his beliefs, he was praying. And he was throwing up his stick. So and when where the stick landed, he was becoming very angry. He would pick up the stick again, throw it up, and pray again. Yeah, repeating the same action. He did this over and over again. He got my attention. I approached him. Can you tell me what it is you're doing? Actually, he says, my intention is to make a journey. But I'm not sure which one of these roads I should go, which would be the best for me. And according to our religion and beliefs, we have to pray and throw up this stick. And wherever the point of the stick points, we have to go in that direction. So I asked, how many times can you throw this? Uh, you're allowed to throw it. Actually, we only have to throw it once. But from what I've been seeing, you've been throwing it up a few times and you haven't reached a decision. He said, if need be, I'll throw this stick up a hundred times until it points in the direction that I want to go. All right, then why don't you just go the way you want? Why are you tormenting yourself? No, the point of the stick has to come to where I want to go. Who was he kidding? Who was he deluding? Himself. Where did that delusion come from? From his wrong thinking. He could not comprehend that God wants to give him new things just as it is written, the old have passed and new have come. Uh, Paul was praying for the people in the church of Ephesus that God will give them revelation and wisdom so that they can uh, differentiate between right and wrong. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Jesus Christos 
իրա հաշագերների միտքը հարությունից հետո լուսավորեց գրվածա it's written in the word of god that jesus illuminated the minds of his disciples after he ascended կարծում եք քանի անգամ էր հիսուս քրիստոսը իր աշակերտներին ասել որ ես պետք է խաչվեմ երրորդ օր հարություն առնեմ how many times how many times do you think up till then jesus had told them that i'm going to be crucified and i'm going to ascend to heaven and going to glory many many times բայց ինչու է որ հիսուսը խաչվավ եւ իրան թաղան եւ այդ ամեն նեղություններ պատավ իրան աշակերտներ երբեք չին մտածում որ սրանք առաջուց ասվել էր եւ իրա հարության մասին էլ հիսուսը ասել էր որ երրորդ օր հարություն ինչու չեն սпасում է այդ բաները կատարվել Why was it then when Jesus was crucified and then he was put in the tomb and they said he's going to be resurrected why were they so shocked and surprised when these events came to pass Leseli because they had heard but cherknatsel mtki mech but they had not absorbed it asumen vor voroshneri masin asumen chakuchu mikhel peres khpes tsra mtki chi ertaner for some people they say even you try and hammer the thoughts in he will not take it in vor ye voroshneris mtker etseva some of our minds are exactly like that ye chem uzum me oku tatapartem I don't want to judge anyone. But this is a reality. We don't allow God to give us something new. And if somebody has a new revelation from the Lord and tells us about it, we don't accept it. Because what we know we think is right. But when uh, Jesus was seen by the disciples after he'd been resurrected, did not allow them to remain in that state. He illuminated their minds. And then they started to understand And he added by saying, I will give you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can teach you all things. And will direct you in new directions. And will inform you about futuristic things. And will take you into all truth. So it is very important for us to allow the Holy Spirit to renew our minds. Uh, Jesus asked where do they ho- uh, put the new wine? Do they put them in old containers or new containers? Old containers cannot hold the new wine. Uh, what is a jar? It's exactly what our minds are. The new wine is the Holy Spirit that's been given to us But only those who have new vessels can absorb the new wine. And then after that, God can show them new ways. When I left Iran and came to England, I was working with 20 home groups. Uh-huh. I don't want to be boastful, but I wanted, want to say that God gave me a revelation. Uh, in Iran we had realized that we should no longer invite people to come to the building of the church. And I was continuously telling the pastors do not invite new people to the church. We must have cell groups secretly in the homes. Uh, this had not become clarified to someone and because it had not become a revelation to them they were not in agreement with that 
and their uh, mentality was church must be the building. And they thought that the Holy Spirit and the Lord can only work within the walls of the church, not anywhere else. But by the leading of the Lord, we followed this new idea. In four and a half years' time, the number of the home churches has grown to 135. The ones that I am directly working with. Brother Sam, Brother Lazarus are working with other groups themselves. Uh, it is not wise, it is not safe for all of us to work together. We limited the number of the church buildings. We took signatures from everybody confessing that they are not allowed to baptize anyone, bring anyone. And anything you want to do, you have to get permission from us first. We put uh, limitations for them. Put them under pressure. But despite that, the home churches are increasing. Unfortunately, old mentality remains the same. But new ideas, new way of thinking finds new ways, progresses. And who follows the three satellite programs that we have? The thousands of letters that we receive, who sends them? The home churches. When we accept a new idea from the Lord and obey it, he moves us forward. Shows us the way, communicates with us. But when you are not prepared to receive anything new, you're chasing your tails all the time, then you remain the same year after year after year. That should be our desire for the Armenians here. Uh, the Iranian-speaking church birthed a new church in Finchley. It's growing. And we have decided to do the same in other parts of England and supervise. When we follow new ideas, God shows us new directions and ways. And as Armenians, we have to think of new methods, new ways of reaching our nation. In order that we will grow as we can multiply so that we can have new revelations, new vision. God does want to renew us today. If our mind is renewed, everything else will be renewed. It will have an effect, direct effect on everyone. But if we remain the same in our mind as we were we don't renew it in any way, doesn't get any light, it will never progress, it will never grow. I want to bring my message to the end, but I want to share with you my first impressions that I have from Armenia. Possibly some of you have heard this before. This is for those who haven't heard it. Uh, this is something that left a big impression of me when I went to Armenia the first time. I went and witnessed to a shepherd one day. He said, I want to repent, but I have a big problem. What is your problem? My tongue is my problem. I blaspheme. 
Many times I've singed my finger in anger or I wanted to burn my tongue not to blaspheme again but I haven't been successful. So I said to him, commit your... He will suggest something against your blaspheming. He does exactly that. Allows the Holy Spirit to work in him. After two weeks, the pastor goes to visit the shepherd. My brother, how are you getting on now? I carry your pain upon me. How are you getting on? Something amazing. Even my goats have changed. It's possible for goats to change. The goats hadn't changed. He himself had changed. His attitude and mentality had changed. Therefore, he was viewing them in a different way. This is exactly what we need. For our mind to be renewed. So that we can see the goats around us yes, in a different time. I don't know who your goats are. Some women would say the husbands are their goats. They're always butting us with their hearts. And uh, husbands can say the same as well. Some people consider their children the goats. The population their problem is the government. Maybe you consider me the enemy. And often you hear the pastors and shepherds saying, in our congregation we have mainly goats, not sheep. And they're butting us. But in reality our problem is never this. Our problem is our mind. This is what needs to be changed. The penthouse has to be changed. We have to renew the penthouse. When your mind has been renewed, then you will be able to understand what is good and true and pleasing to the Lord. You will receive new things. You will not be fed up in your spiritual life. You will not be bored by it. You will not complain. Again, go to church, go, come, read, read, read. It's boring. Whenever I see Brother said, even if he doesn't open his mind or say anything, he... I always see a light in his face. One of my prayers is that if I will be blessed to live as long as brother said to show that light and to share that belief. You never hear him say anything negative. He's always positive. And he's always talking about faith. And the Bible and Jesus is fresh to him as if he's just met him yesterday. 
քանի տարի եք տերոջ հետ ապրում 71 տարուց հետո թեր հիսուս իր համար եւ ավետարան իր համար շատ անուշ ու քաղցր հիմա 97 տարեկան բայց 71 տարի years old but it is 71 year that is walking with the lord and there is nothing better than jesus Why? Because it allowed Jesus to be something fresh to him always. We have another brother who is sitting at the back. Hambartsum. Brother Hambartsum, how many years have you been walking with the Lord? Vatsun Tarimot. He's been walking with the Lord 59 years. But whenever I look at his face, that is true for me as well. He is listening to the word of God like somebody who's in love with the Lord. Because Jesus is something fresh to him. Because his mind has been continuously renewed. If we follow the same example, even though so many years might pass, the same will be our portion as well. Do you want to pray for healing of the mind? We have prayed for many other things here. Let us renew and heal The word of God starts from our mind and then it starts affecting the rest of us. If you believe that, I'm not saying that if we start tonight, everything will completely change here and now. It will be something that will be continued later. Right? Right. Put your hands on the sides of your head. լուսավորիր Եվ կոխոս կտպարձար իրանց համար նրանց հոգու հայտնություն տվար մեզ էլ նույնը արա մտքի նորոգություն տուր մեզի մտքի բժշկություն տուր մեզի այն ավել նորդ մտքերը մեր մտքիցը դուրս անիր տեր այն պակաս մտքերը լրացրուր տեր Of terastvats nor mitker turmesi. Ayn hin matker vor kokam kin chikh chi tognum kokam kthaskanan yev khangarum e mer matkitsa turs per Jesus Christos yanunov. Vor men karoganank tatarkvenk hin panerits. նոր տեսիչների համար նոր հայտնությունների համար նոր պատկամների համար եւ նոր ծրագիրների համար հիսուս քրիստոսի անունովը ամեն ամեն ոտքի կանգնենք տերոջ Praise him because we can understand his will for our lives. Let's praise him because he can talk to us. Praise him that we are able to listen to his will. Let's praise him and worship him. 
After us, what? After us, what? Parkezi, parkezi, parkezi. Parkezi after us, what? Shnurakalin kezanit. Shnurakalin kezanit after us, what? Havatumen given to Numen after us, what? Partinikezi. Partinikezi. Oh, Vistus, oh, Vistus, oh, Vistus. Shnurakalin. Make an Kamelite Yerkabur Yerkan Kairenov. Uzmek Miasin Yerkang. The first song that we sing in Armenia, we want to do it again. Ask Brother Malcolm to play it for us. And we will end our meeting with that final song. Young girl. 